Gunga Cast, Episode 1, September 2nd, 2008. Welcome, everybody, to today's Gunga Cast, the Gary Sinise Fan Club Movie Hour. This is Greg Maloney. I am podcasting from Lake Orion, Michigan. This is Jim Maloney, Greg's brother. I'm podcasting from Rochester Hills, Michigan. And this is Jeff Hendrickson, Greg's longtime friend and mentor, podcasting, Gunga casting rather, from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. The way to go. Good plug. And you're not my mentor. Josh is my mentor. <laughs> we all know this. <laughs> Sorry, did you say Josh or John? I said Josh, but you're going to have to think of which Josh I'm referring to. Anyways, uh, I, I want to I throw out the disclaimer for uh, anybody that's listening and or reading the, uh, the notes of this episode. Jeff, you're going to have to write those up later. Yeah, the inevitable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that we may give movie spoilers while we uh, discuss pretty much anything and uh, everything we want to uh, pretty much touch on. All the terrible movies, all the good movies, and all the nice-looking actresses. Um, but we also may swear accidentally or intentionally. It happens uh, once once and again from Jeff. Uh, I'm pretty pretty clean, but you never know. And to uh, step into our first swear, what's up with all the terribly shitty Memorial Weekend movies this weekend? We have yes, I certainly did not see any of them. Oh, yeah, there's not a whole lot coming out or been out really. We did have what made actually number one on the weekend. Do we know? Was it Batman? Like I, I'm pretty or? sure it was pretty Tropic sure it was Thunder. Tropic Thunder. Oh yeah, Tropic Thunder. That was pretty good. Pretty good. When, oh, and did, apparently Tom Cruise is in that movie. I'd heard like people yes. say like, "Yeah, he's in that movie. Don't look for him though, because you won't look, you won't notice him." Like he's yeah, he's got a scene stealing type of uh, moment in it. I guess yeah, I didn't hear that till I heard people giving reviews of it. So Tropic Thunder makes number one. Meanwhile, Don Cheadle and Traitor ends up blowing it. Uh, yeah, ended up fifth, I believe. Is that supposed to be off like a book? <laughs> uh, I don't know what that's from actually. Oh, it's, it, That's an excellent question. I'm looking it up right now. It says the story centers on a CIA operative working undercover with a terrorist group who becomes a terrorist suspect. Let's just say it was so good that the house bunny out-earned it, whatever the heck that is. The house bunny? Yep. Hmm. The, so, yeah, things were slim. Steve Martin apparently uh, wrote the story. <laughs> what? <laughs> I wish I was kidding. Uh, <laughs> well, he's pretty good at drama. From from I saw bringing house down and that, that and the jerk. Yeah, that was that was that was top notch. Maybe Queen Latifah helped him. Was the co writer in it? That's <laughs> yeah, uh, there's just a pool of talent. Yes. Has Don Cheadle done anything uh, commercially successful aside from the Ocean's movies? Yeah, he was in he was in Traffic, right? And he was in yeah. I guess that was pretty. He was in. Uh, Crash, they're like both. Yeah. They're like both the same name. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Crash came after Traffic. Bizarre. <laughs> yeah, I think those both. Both those movies were pretty good. I didn't. Uh, Crash, Crash didn't Crash win movie of the year? Correct. Yeah, I think it did. I thought Crash was a little uh, up its own ass, personally. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Well, who's who's the police guy that ends up molesting the girl and then like saves her later? Like he has a turnaround in like a oh, day. Who is Matt Dillon? Yeah, yeah. Who is yeah. who is Matt Dillon? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was the Jeopardy. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. It's it ends up being. I got the nice feel from it. I got the nice cozy feel from it. But you're right. I did I, really like the scene where uh, Ryan Felipe picks up the guy, the hitchhiker. That was a good scene. And then just caps yeah, it was, him. It was a good scene. You're right. You're yeah, right. Just like that. conversation gone wrong. I've I've felt like shooting people in my car before. I can relate. When I, I've been one of those people. <laughs> I can relate. Um, <laughs> moving. So, yeah. I'm surprised to see the Dark Knight still hanging on to third there. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, speaking of Dark Knight coming out, like just recently, it breached the 500 million mark, which it still has like another hundred mil to get Titanic, which won't happen, right. but still pretty cool. Waiting for yeah, the re-release. That, that 10 mil <laughs> clip, though. I'm, I don't know. I had my doubts in the very beginning, but it still got 11 million last weekend. So that's pretty. Yeah, impressive. but that's only going to continue waiting. There's no way they're going to continue showing that for ten more weeks. Right. You never know. You never know. Eventually, they're going to want to sell it on DVD. <laughs> didn't they? Isn't it a, the same thing that happened with Star Wars: A New Hope? Like, didn't they add money after they re-released it in the theater to Star Wars: A New Hope, and act, that's like the total tally of the number of uh, the money made? Like, can they do that? Is that legit? <laughs> they can and will. Yeah, they can. <laughs> Uh, and we're gonna release this movie in another year, just so we take down the take down the number one spot. That's all the collective releases are involved in that number. Okay, so you can do that. Very interesting. Very interesting. And yeah, like we had uh, discussed Dark Knight a little bit before in a previous podcast, which you guys aren't gonna be able to hear because uh, somebody because de- it's very rare. Somebody de- <laughs> it's very rare, and somebody destroyed the recording virtually with his own two hands. It was uh, sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but we had discussed a little bit, and I want to discuss this some more, about how uh, Dark Knight, the Joker, is going to be pretty much taking over uh, our Halloween. Maybe they're going to be able to add numbers to their profits uh, for that. That will take them over the Titanic 600 mil, because uh, I'm going to guesstimate about 15% of uh, a male attendees to the Halloween will uh, be uh, dressed up as the Joker, because it's so cool this year. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that'll be a safe bet. Kind of like a bit scream mask from years ago. I don't. Yes, but the good news. Well, go ahead. I guarantee that 33.333, repeating of course, percent of the participants on this gun cast. Wow! Wow! Literally, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. And yeah, there will be some. I, I'm gonna make sure I get a picture. I'll get a picture of a girl dressed up as the Joker and put it on uh, the Gunga Pit when uh, that'll be that'll be our plug. Go to the Gunga yes. Pit for a girl dressed and up as the Joker. Slutty, like and I'll <laughs> the slutty Speaking of, what's up with uh, uh, why isn't there that girl from like the Batman cartoon that's like Joker's chick? Why isn't she in it? Because she was a babe. Oh, Jeff, you know what I'm talking about. That hot. I have no idea who you're talking about. That she had like the the literal like the gestures cap on, and she was like an acrobat, and so she knew like kung fu and stuff. Because all acrobats know kung fu. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, I don't know who you're talking about, but that sounds like it would have been a stupendous character for a movie as dark and twisted as this. <laughs> Some kung fu acrobat chick. Little bells on the set. I, like, I have no idea why she was. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, yeah, I'll, I'll guarantee you, had she been in the movie, we would be looking at uh, Batman being eclipsing 600 mil this weekend, not 500. So I'm just going to make my uh, producer claim, and that, that's the situation for sure. Uh, moving moving on to our, our next topic will be Choke is coming out, the excellent novel by, what is it, Chuck Palahniuk? How do you pronounce that last name? 
I've read one time that it was pronounced Palinic, but I'm not sure if that's even... Palinic? And this is the second movie, uh, second of his books that are being uh, released as movie form, uh, first being Fight Club, right? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Um, I'm afraid I don't know too much about that one. Yeah, it's it, the book's awesome, and I was really surprised to hear that this one's being turned into a movie. And I think it is PG-13, which is also completely uh, off off the hook. Isn't the the phrase I'm looking for, but it's it's pretty crazy. I don't know how they're going to pull that off. It's pretty much just about a sex addict trying to uh, find his way through the world. And uh, speaking of, it's played by Sam Rockwell, which I don't really. I don't really care for it. Jim, you had some feelings on the guy. Yeah, I always found him pretty entertaining. I don't know how good of an actor he is, but I've enjoyed his roles in the past. Like in uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the first one? Um, that's not what I would have brought up, but <laughs> sure. Yes, yes. That's what I would have brought up. Other than... I, I liked him in Matchstick Men. He was good in that. Oh, yeah. I was about to, yeah. I was about to say, him, like, other than the Green Mile, what else has the guy been in? He was the saving grace in that uh, Tim Allen movie um, about the Star Wars. Damn it! Uh, <laughs> oh, there, uh, there was... Galaxy Quest. Yes, thank you. Yeah, he was, and by saving grace, he certainly didn't save that movie, but he was <laughs> he was definitely kind of funny in it. That movie, and he was also in the uh, uh, what was the name of that one with Clooney and uh, the Gong Show? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He played um played Trump Dangerous. Uh, yeah, uh, I forget the name of it. Dangerous Minds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really good I don't that. remember the name of it. We'll have to IMDb that one later. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's of a dangerous mind. The name of the movie. And we also have who plays? Do you know who plays the buddy in Choke? Jeff, you should look that yeah, up right now. It's, it's a relative nobody. Brad William Henke, uh, I imagine it's, it's pronounced Henke, H-E-N-K-E. Um, he's been in quite a bit of stuff, but I, you know, you certainly don't remember him. He, he's been in like a lot of TV shows, that type goes, that type of thing. Yeah. Uh, Interesting piece of trivia about him. He's played Maggie Gyllenhaal's brother in two films, World Trade Center and Sherry Baby. <laughs> I'm going to edit that part out when we, do, when we, when we put this. I'm <laughs> a small bit of a tangent here. <laughs> this um, so you're saying this movie is about a sex addict. Did you hear about yeah. Duchovny? Apparently David Duchovny has a s- entered into a rehab place for sex addiction. No, but that I think that's I think that's just a publicity stunt for the new X Files movie coming out. That's I think that's too late for that. I think it's coming. It already it already came out. I think so. Really? Yeah. Oh man, I should go. I should go catch it right now. I, I want to see some X Files. And I guess that uh, that's X Files was good, but Jeff, I can barely hear you, man. What? Oh nothing. It was a terrible joke. <laughs> yeah, you're. you're can you hear me? Yeah, you're dipping into the low the low volume. I'm not sure why, but anyways, uh, the the other people we have uh, Angelica Houston as Sam Rockwell's character's mom, who I think I was, I was talking to Jeff earlier about this. Like, she pretty much lies in the bed all day, other than like the flashbacks. So I guess that's all she's going to be doing in that movie. I imagine the flashbacks will probably be a big part of the movie. Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know how they're going to pull it off. Let's hope. Let's hope for the best. And I. had... I had heard uh, there were some reviews that actually said it was good, and they all had the same like, "How are they going to turn this into a movie?" And supposedly it worked, but and uh, good for them. Yeah, good for them. Good for them. The one last thing we were going to sort of discuss was Arrested Development. Um, now, if it's definitely officially happening, of TV movie canceled, unfortunately, because nobody watched it, including myself. Um, my my hands are my hands are bloody with everyone else's, but. Um, 
it's going to be coming back in movie form, which I don't know if I'm a fan of. It's, I don't know. What do you guys think? Well, there's not a whole lot of success stories from the uh, the TV to the movie genre. Like X-Files, I mean, it bombed pretty much this time around. Last time, I think it did pretty good last time. Yeah, I was going to say, but, was it a bomb the first time? I thought it was- yeah, I think it did okay. Um, I mean, besides like the science fiction style ones, there hasn't been a whole lot of you know success stories. Obviously, you got your Star Treks and stuff like that, and uh, the Firefly series. What about so Simpsons is uh, a total bomb? Is that what you're trying to tell me, Jim? Is that what no? You're I'm just saying you know most of the time it's the uh, the science fiction stuff. I mean, Simpsons was not a bomb. South Park was not a bomb. But <laughs> then you get other stuff. Then you get other ones oh, like cartoons are really good. And Dukes of Hazard. Whoa, Dukes other, of Hazard uh, was an excellent film. <laughs> I'm sure it well, was. I, I think I think the thing we can go by here is if if a, if a comedy's funny, the movie has a good chance of being funny. If the comedy's shitty, like Dukes of Hazard or Bewitched, probably not going to be able to squeeze a lot from that stone uh, <laughs> theatrical release. Well, they ended up having like. Uh, According, well, at least to IMDb, it says that most people are on board on this, and for us of development, that is. And I don't know, like, it's been it's been a while too, you know. Like Firefly came out, you know, what half a year after the the show was canceled. This has been how long? Yeah. Well, five years. Plus, I mean, Four? just the genre in general. I mean, it is a comedy, but it's kind of an offbeat comedy, and I don't know how much of a mainstream audience it's going to find. I mean, Firefly's easy. It's just you know, more sci-fi, it translates better to the big screen. Yeah. You know? yeah, as far as commercial success, I'm not really sure, although I know that those DVDs, uh, the Arrested Development DVDs, by DVD standards, have done very well. Yeah, like, that's been you know, like Lost or 24 good, but they've, they've done pretty well. So, um, you know, obviously more people are, are have watched it now than ever watched it while it was on TV. Uh, I'm looking forward to it, frankly. I'm a huge fan of the series, and I think uh, I think it'll be nice, you know, to, to to see that cast get back together. And I, I bet you they'll really kind of go all out and tell some good jokes. Yeah. So, as someone who's looking forward to it, I mean, are you hoping for just like an hour and a half long episode, or are you looking for something more? You mean like some closure to like the whole thing? Yeah, or just maybe a little bit different feel to it. I mean, because see, Simpsons. I mean, I love the Simpsons, obviously, and the movie itself wasn't a whole lot more. It just seemed like a really good long episode. Yeah, you know, I think I, I think I'd be okay with that. Um, you know, I, I don't need, I, yeah, I don't need an overarching plot or anything like that. I, th- I think I, that it's probably easier for them to do one long episode just with the, you know, the kind of the the cast they have and the in, in the the theme that they've laid down already. But if they turned it into a movie, I imagine that could be kind of good too. All right. Yeah, I, w- I find it funny that the uh, probably the biggest marketing point is going to be Michael Sarah after all said and done. Yeah, that, how ironic is that? Huh? Yeah, he's so big, and yet you, I wanted to like you want to see people like David Cross and Jason Bateman like actually make it in the business too because Cross is hilarious and he is very and Bateman. Funny. I haven't seen him in anything very good other than like uh, what recently he yeah. was in Juno, which was actually sort of hard to watch him in because you sort of see what's. I'm not going to spoil that one for anybody just because I like that movie a lot. And, uh, it was in that uh, The Kingdom movie with Jamie Foxx and uh, the girl from Alias, Jennifer Garner. Oh, is that supposed to, is that, that's the one where they're like in Iraq or Afghanistan or something? Yeah, it was the FBI team had to go over and investigate a bombing. Yeah. And then the, Def, definitely a different role for him. Yeah, he, and he was, in, uh, he was in Hancock, right? 
Yeah, I never saw that one. Yeah. He, yeah, he was in Hancock. He was also in um, Smoke and Aces with Jeremy Piven. Oh, and yeah, Rich, which was right. terrible. Which was awful. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad. It was like it was like if Guy Ritchie was was a four year old child trying to make a movie about. Yeah, it was bad. It was just bad. It was bad. So I'm looking up David Cross because I I haven't seen him around in a while, and apparently he's been doing stuff, but some voice some voice. He shit. does like, a lot of voice. Yeah, Kung Fu like Panda, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Yeah, I mean, out of that cast, I mean, no one has paid their dues more than Bateman. I mean, he's been a I mean, he did TV a long time ago. Teen Wolf 2? Ever huh? heard of it? David Cross, is, <laughs> he did, used to do, what was the show? Like, Mr. Uh, he had his own show a long time ago. Yeah, Mr. The, show the with Mr. Show with Bob and David, yeah. yeah, That was in 95. Yeah. Bob and David, yeah. yeah. Man, yeah, David Cross has done his dues, too, man. He's been in a lot. I'm looking at this list, and he's been in a lot of shit. And, yeah, it, it's unfortunate that they didn't find a home in Arrested Development for a while. Like, they did three, You know, he... They did, I was just going to say, they did three seasons, and that was pretty much it. And the third season was truncated anyway. Yeah. But um, the uh, what I was going to say about David Cross, I think you find a lot of comedians like that. Like you know, he's kind of like a, a first and foremost a stand-up act. You know, that's how he got his start and everything. I think for for a lot of those t- guys, it's tough to find like a permanent home. I mean, you've got your obvious uh, you know, your obvious standouts, but I, there are a lot of people in the industry that I think just kind of like kick around like that. Poor, poor yeah, Norm McDonald. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's a kind of where I was coming from. He'll find a spot. Norm, Norm will make. It. That's the other thing. Like when you see Norm at the the roast, I was wondering, like, like where has he been? Like, how does he get invited to this thing? I haven't even seen him around. He must be part of the group, but he's definitely yeah, not. Most doing of anything. those guys crack me up because it's like that's all they do is roast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll be. The, I'll uh, see you at the roast, though. <laughs> yeah, it's like the people who only have jobs doing the "I Love the '80s" on VH1. <laughs> <laughs> Very, very good. Uh, that's even lower. <laughs> uh, that's pretty much all the time we have. Do you guys want any uh, any last plug outs, uh, Arrested Development, or uh, are we moving on? Um, I did think one interesting thing about that whole situation was the reverse situation. It's like not very many movies have spawned TV shows. I was trying to think of this, and the only one I could think of was Walking the Vampire. Yeah, Mash. Mash. Mash is a good one Day Off had like a really, really bad TV show. <laughs> That's pretty right. Much, pretty much. And then, that, <laughs> and then that spawned Parker Lewis Can't Lose, which was even cooler. <laughs> what? Well, the only other, the only thing I can think of about that is every every cartoon movie has turned into a cartoon, pretty much. Like, and wasn't that the Clone Wars, the new Clone Wars movie that came out? That's why it came out, right, to be the precursor to the TV kid show. You haven't heard this? Um, I've heard this now. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But I know they had those animated shorts that were already the Clone Wars. I just thought it was an expansion on that. No, yeah, this is going to be, that was like the idea that this was just going to lay the lay the foundation for the, the TV cartoon to come out. But yeah, I guess not many live movies have turned into live uh, TV shows, for sure. And then Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters the cartoon, we wouldn't have that without Ghostbusters the movie. That's, that's an excellent point. <laughs> If you're gonna I don't bring like that, that up, they you gotta bring up. Egon. Yeah, if you're gonna bring that up, you have to bring up the whole Jackie Chan cartoon then too. Ooh, <laughs> it's just as bad. Oh, not on this show. So apparently, Jim, when you said into TV shows, you were dead wrong. <laughs> yeah, it happens all the time, almost always with disastrous results. <laughs> oh man. Well, I want to. I want to thank everybody for actually listening to this crap for uh, for 20 minutes. But uh, I actually have to. <laughs> 
<laughs> I have to actually run to work. Uh, if Jim and Jeff want to carry on the show without me, that's fine. But no, <laughs> no, but, we'll survive. But yeah, thank uh, thank you for listening, and uh, James and Jeff, thank you for uh, chiming in. I hope you got a little bit of entertainment out of this. Yeah, we'll see. And uh, it w- should be hosted soon on uh, uh, gungapit.com. Well, I'm going to have to figure that out. But thanks again. And uh, <laughs> you tell telling that, too. Yeah, oh, I'm going to have to figure that one out. But, yeah, thanks again for listening, and uh, we will see you next cast, which hopefully will be soon. Uh, and thank you for listening to the Gary Sinise Fan Club Movie Hour.